Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm Coach Sammy, and I am so glad you are here. The teen years can be fun and exciting, but also filled with self-doubt, insecurities, and lots of frustration. I am here to help you along your teen journey and make sure you enjoy your teen years as much as possible. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast this week. How is it going? This has been a crazy winter. So much snow for so many of you. There's been no snow here in Arizona where I'm at, but tons and tons of rain, lots of moisture. So hope you are surviving the excessive wetness wherever you are at. Hopefully you can be doing some fun things, at least if you are close to the snow or in the snow. Today, I wanted to do a listener shout out because I haven't done one in a really, really long time. I love it when you guys leave reviews for the podcast. I appreciate it so much. And so I wanted to read this review by Dauntless Determination 72. And she says, first off, thanks for putting this out. I was on a long car ride and was just bored and I found this podcast and it has been a part of my routine since. I love it so much because I can just listen alone. It's like you're speaking to me, but not me specifically. This has been so helpful in so many ways. Thank you so, so much for sacrificing your time for others. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Dauntless Determination. If you haven't left a review for the podcast, please leave one. Reviews help the show reach more people and teens that can benefit from it. And tell your friends if they are struggling with something that you know I've done a podcast on, don't be shy. Send them the episode so that they can listen. I'm always sending my friends good podcast episodes to listen to. When you have something good, it's helpful to others when you share it. So go ahead and share these episodes with your friends. A lot of you guys are going through the same things as other people and you want to help. You just don't know how to help. And sending them a podcast episode is a wonderful way to help. Okay. Today, we are still going to talk about peer-to-peer social skills, and I wanted for this episode to talk about judgment, and when we think of judgment, we typically don't think of judgment or judging as a social skill, but it really is a social skill. And specifically, when I'm talking about judgment as a social skill, I'm talking about the judgment that keeps us from getting along with people and having better relationships with them. And many of us are judging others in such a way that we are preventing relationships from occurring in our lives and preventing people from just liking us or trusting us. A few notes on judgment here. I really think that good judgment is important. Our brains are designed to judge, and I want each and every one of you to judge situations in your life. Decide what situations you like or you feel good in, what kind of people you like to be around, what activities you like to do, okay? Good judgment of situations helps you to Understand who you are and who you want to be. Good judgment of situations helps you be successful and reach your goals and create confidence. Judgment is very, very important. We are going to make mistakes when it comes to our judgments too. 
We won't judge everything perfectly and that's okay. You're not supposed to, but I want you guys to be judging situations as good or bad. That is good for you. But there is one type of judgment that is never helpful for us. And this is the type of judgment that happens when it comes to other people around us, our peers at school, our relationships with friends, our siblings, the other random person in the drive through line or in the Starbucks line. When we are constantly judging other people around us in a negative way, like always assuming the worst about people, it number one makes it really hard to be around people because you're always judging them and always thinking negatively of them. Number two, connect with people because people aren't going to want to connect with you if you're judging people harshly because they don't want to be judged harshly. And number three, feel confident around people because if you are judging other people, you are also going to be judging yourself with the same lens. And when we judge ourselves too harshly, it's really hard to be self-confident. Many times I find that when I am less judgmental with others, I am also a lot less judgmental with myself. Refraining from judging others harshly It is a social skill and also just an appropriate way to behave and act. When you verbally unkindly judge people around you, you are sending a message to your peers that this is the way I think about people and I will judge you in the same way. And when you unkindly judge others, people will really contemplate about whether or not they want to be around you. When you judge people around you and make comments about them, it's a big turnoff. You might as well just wear a shirt that says, you have to be perfect in order to be my friend. (laughs) And nobody is perfect. And nobody wants to be friends with somebody when they feel like they have to be perfect around that person, okay? It's not a really great feeling. So I'm gonna tell you actually a pretty embarrassing story. And this was a few years back when my youngest, he was probably about three years old and I was really struggling with some things in my life and I was just having a hard time. And so that day I woke up and I was like, I'm just gonna take my kids to the beach today. I'm going to go relax at the beach and I'm just gonna let them run around and play. I love the beach. I love the ocean. I love the water. I love the sounds around the beach. It just kind of calms me. And so I just decided to get out of the house and take the kids to the beach. And we had been there for a few hours and I had to go to the bathroom. So I got up and I walked to the bathroom. Now, I was really stressed about some things in my life. And sometimes when you are really stressed about things in life, your body does some strange things. And at this time, I ended up getting really bad carpal tunnel syndrome. And carpal tunnel syndrome, it's in your hands and your hands are just in so much pain. And so every time I moved my fingers, it felt like knives were being stabbed into my arms. It was so painful. And it was really, really painful to use my hands, which was one of the reasons why I was like, I'm just going to go to the beach today. I'm not going to do any housework and I'm going to let my hands rest and I'm not going to work at all. And so I, at this point when we were at the beach, I got up and I went to the bathroom and I used the restroom and I didn't go number two. I just went number one, which I don't know if that makes the story worse or better, but When I was done going to the bathroom, I went to flush the toilet and 
In the speech restroom, the flusher was one of those like tiny little round buttons on the wall that are pretty hard to push. And so I pushed the button with my fingers and it was so painful when I tried to push the button that I couldn't push it really hard, but I did try to push it as hard as I could. And I couldn't get the button to go in far enough to be able to flush the toilet. And so I tried pushing the button with my elbow, right? So like I took my elbow and I stuck it into the wall and I tried really hard to push the button so that I could get the toilet to flush. And that didn't work either. And so then I tried to flush it with my foot. And so I took my toe (laughs) and I put my toe on the wall and I pushed the button with my big toe to try to get it to flush. And That didn't work either. And so I was like, I'll just try my hands again. And so then I tried with like my thumb and then my other finger and that hurt so bad. Even when I tried to press the button that I was like, okay, I cannot get this toilet to flush. Now, I don't know if I just couldn't push the button hard enough or if the button was broken, but it was probably me. And so since I couldn't get it to flush and my hands were hurting so bad, I felt really bad, but I just left it, all right? I wasn't sure what else I should do. And then I went out and I washed my hands. Now, when I was going to the bathroom in the stall, there was another woman in the stall next to me. And she came out to wash her hands about the time I was leaving the bathroom. And so I just continued to leave the bathroom. And then outside the bathroom... I started to walk back to the spot where my kids were at. And I will never forget this lady came out of the bathroom and just started yelling at me. I can't believe you are so disrespectful that you would not flush the toilet. Shame on you. Okay, and she yelled it really loud and a lot of people could hear. And I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. And my hands were still burning from trying to flush the toilet so hard that I just, I like didn't know what to say. I was like, how can I explain to this lady that my fingers just weren't working very well at the moment and that I was in so much pain that I couldn't flush the toilet and that I tried as hard as I could and I wasn't successful and I was like really sorry but I didn't know how to tell her that and so I just turned and walked away and then I thought about it the rest of the day as I sat on the beach (laughs) Like, what should I have done differently so that she would have judged me differently? But I couldn't go back and change it. And so I really just had to let it go and just kind of tell myself, you know what, you tried the best that you could and there probably wasn't anything else that you could do in the situation. Now, I'm telling you this story not because I think that it's okay to not flush the toilet, but because We don't always know what is going on with somebody and why they do the things that they do or don't do the things that they didn't do. And most of the time, you are not going to know the reasons behind why somebody does something or says something or looks at you the way that they do. We all have silent struggles and our brains all work differently. They think differently. And it's just super easy to judge people from our limited perspective. I want you to think, 
In your day-to-day life, what ways are you easily judging the people around you? And for me, it's really easy for me to look around my house and see the socks all over the floor or the crumbs on the countertops and judge my kids and think they are so lazy or they are so disrespectful or believe that they don't care about anything. Or many times, you guys, I will even go into one of our bathrooms and the toilet won't be flushed and I will automatically think like, they are so disgusting. I would never do something like that, right? (laughs) Which I'm judging them on the very thing that I didn't do in my story. Just see if you can be mindful of the little things that you're judging people around you for. And you probably don't know that you're even doing it just because our brains are so good at judging unconsciously. But just think, what are some of the ways that you are judging people, maybe unfairly or judging them really quickly without knowing the whole story? So I'm going to teach you one little sentence that has changed my life and change my relationships with the people around me. Because my brain is good at jumping to quick judgment, and if you are human, yours is too. Whenever I notice my brain judging someone, I say this little sentence to myself, I'm sure they have a good reason. That's it. I'm sure they have a good reason. Because if someone is doing something a certain way, they probably do have a good reason. And I like to think that most people in the world are genuinely doing their best. So that kid who sits in front of you in Spanish class, who keeps tapping his pencil on the desk, I'm sure he has a good reason. He's probably nervous. It doesn't mean that you can't ask him to stop. But many times we just go to, oh, he's so annoying, or I can't believe he's doing that. When we repeat this sentence, I'm sure they have a good reason, in our brains, it completely changes our perspective on the person and the situation. When I see socks on the floor and I think, I'm sure they had a good reason for doing that, I'm able to love that kid and have compassion and understanding towards them. And I'm able to think, oh, yeah, his carpal showed up and they were honking the horn and I was yelling at him. So of course he didn't pick up his socks. He had to go in a hurry. When we believe that people have good reasons for behaving the way that they behave, we open ourselves up to seeing the other side of the story and becoming better at loving those around us. Learning to love those around you is one of the most important and sometimes the hardest social skill you will ever have to learn. And believing that most people have a good reason for something is the first place to start. This week, I'm not asking you guys to love others around you. I'm not asking you to get to that point. I am asking you to see if you can be less judgmental with the people around you. Be less judgmental. And don't judge people as harshly. And that opens the door to you having better relationships with the people around you. All right, you guys, work on practicing that sentence in your brain this week when your brain so badly wants to judge someone. And trust me, you will feel better, be able to talk to more people, feel kinder, and more people are actually going to want to be your friend. So have a good week and I will see you next week. Hey guys, do you want more? 
If you are ready to work with me in one of my coaching programs for teens, check out my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com. Whatever you are struggling with, whether big or small, I can help. We learn so much more in my programs than what is offered here on the podcast. Come join me, you guys. See you soon.